Sexuality is a highly controversial topic that reveals itself into institutions rather than just in the bedroom. The voice for either restricting or empowering sexuality is strong throughout our past history. So I want to focus on explaining the fight for freedom of sexuality and how it's not linear. Um, So we're going to be talking about the sexual revolution in the 1960s to the AIDS crisis in the 1980s. There were tremendous steps to create a sexually free sex life with porn and discovering the female anatomy. However, there was also exploitation and threats attached. The gay liberation movement was taking flight, yet a new illness created a new damaging homophobic ideal. Looking back now, we can see that the efforts to make sure that people have sexual citizenship often compromises the citizenship of other minorities. Sexuality is not linear in politics because it is not linear in people's own lives. Sarah, welcome back to another podcast where we're going to talk about a very taboo topic today. Hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe and well, mentally well in 2021. And yeah, so today we are going to be talking about how sexuality is not linear and the history of sexuality, not really personal sexuality, but just sexuality as a concept in our society is not linear specifically with porn and homosexuality and the gay liberation movement so i took a class last semester which was the history of sexuality in 20th century europe and it was truly enlightening it was honestly one of the best classes i've taken just because I learned the history behind the things that I'm fighting for, such as like abortion and um, just the right for people, you know, and the gay movement and the trans movement, just things like that. It's just great to have that knowledge with you um, when you are advocating for these things. So. I wanted to kind of relay some things that I wrote about in that concept of sexuality. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. So I hope you guys enjoy and this kind of expands your brain and helps to think of things a little differently or completely um, new to you. So let's get started. In the late 1960s and early 1970s, porn and sexuality became more visual towards the public, which created curiosity and experimentation. 
Denmark was the first country in Europe to legalize porn, and then following that, Beate Use made her store into a chain. And Beate Use was a very prominent figure in the porn industry and by distributing it, and it was very iconic in that time. Both of these major events were revolutionary because it created a new outlet for individuals and couples to experience sex. To the naked eye, the legalization and accessibility of porn started to make society more sex positive. Having these visuals of porn also validated individuals at the time. In 1973, hardcore porn was legalized in Germany, which showed individuals that their fantasies were not taboo, but rather seen as pleasurable, which was a huge huge achievement. However, the major jump of creating sex to be fun also came at a cost of people with no sexual citizenship. Beate Use was accused of exploiting women for these films. The chain was huge, but the women who took part in the porn were not paid or treated well. This wasn't entirely Use's fault because the state had a huge role to play as well, as it always does. Use eventually saw porn as a business, which it is. However, the problem is that the government did not see it as such. Although porn was legalized, that didn't mean that sex workers were legalized as well. The sex workers did not have a sexual citizenship and were not protected under the law. Porn gave many women empowerment and opportunity to um, economically help themselves, which is a giant step for them, yet the safety for themselves were compromised. Porn is still a tool for pleasure for individuals in modern day society, but the industry as we know has grown and it still exploits societies marginalized. Social movements and institutions have constantly been battling each other to either liberalize or regulate sexuality. The 1970s was a vital time for the homosexual liberation. Gay and lesbian people were starting to show their faces and intensely fight for their rights to be heard and acknowledged. Throughout history, the fight for gay rights have been anything but linear and constant. The protests started to get louder. For example, the Gay Liberation Front, which was a huge organization in Europe, went to a Christian gathering, dressed up in drag, and kissed each other openly. This was truly monumental because it challenged religious institutions that have oppressed homosexuality, homosexuality for far too long. This act was a signal of gay people saying to Christians that gay people exist and Christians can't ignore them anymore. Not only were homosexual people creating a beautiful ruckus, but they also started to influence people who had sexual citizenship in all of the history of the world, heterosexuals. By homosexuals being more open, it allowed straight people to learn from them, especially with sex. Heterosexual people started to experiment with different kinds of sex that the homosexual people have introduced to them, which definitely made their sexual citizenship much broader.
this movement was revolutionary for everybody. But unfortunately, the AIDS crisis made sexual minorities' lives much harder. The majority of victims to AIDS was homosexual, homosexual men, drug users, and prostitutes. And this was an opportunity for the government to create a stigma around them. Society did not see this as a health issue. They saw it as a gay issue. Unfortunately, these mentalities set back the safety of homosexuals back greatly. LGBTQ plus rights are still not linear because some institutions still grasp onto these ideals. Sexuality was never linear in all of history, and it continues to have its ups and downs. However, it is essential to acknowledge this past because it continues today. Minorities are still being exploited by the porn industry, so make sure you consume ethical porn if you do. And gay people are considered to be non-sexual citizens to some institutions, so make your opinion heard. The fact that we still have these issues today means that we truly need to analyze the past and make sure that we can all be equal sexual citizens. There should be no sex hierarchy. There should only be pleasure and acceptance. Sexuality is not constant, yet it continues to be revolutionary. so that is the end of this podcast i hope you enjoyed taking a little dip into the world and the history of sexuality and now we can think of how to make it more accessible intersectional and ethical um so hopefully you can ponder on that thought so thank you so much for spending that time with me And I hope you guys stay safe and stay well and look after yourselves. See ya.